0: ...and fleas in your bed made sure every Wizzle was always on the hop. They'd swing from trees and across laneways using monkey tails attached to their clothes. It made swiping ice cream or nicking hats easy pickings. At the Monkey Island School of Magic, Wizzles studied spells to create the biggest banana in the world. Having succeeded, they used the giant bananas to make their homes. None of the banana was wasted... Even the skin was made into slippery shoes so they could ski down hills. The other islands, reindeer, pig, sheep, rabbit, zebra, lion and sausage dog, all had their own crazy habits. But our adventure begins on the largest of the islands, Hocus Pocus Elephant Island. The whizzles on this island were never supposed to forget, but they forgot a lot. They had no special coat of dress. You wore... What you wanted, when and how you wanted. A cardboard box on your head or skirt made from socks. Nobody cared. Wizard Old Popper was head of all twelve islands. Old Popper's castle was on the Elephant Island, where he was principal at the Hocus Pocus School of Looney Magic. All young whizzles attending the school were taught the art of sweet-smelling wizzle pops by Wizard Old Popper, the master wizzle popper. Wizzles came from all the islands to learn his whistle popping secrets. By the time students left the school, they could hopefully produce sweet smelling whistle pops and take part in daily whistle pop competitions. Chapter two The Giants on Hocus Pocus Elephant Island. Hocus Pocus Elephant Island was the only island large enough to accommodate the gentle one-eyed giants. Wizard Old Popper had welcomed the giants to share the Wizzles' loony lives, and the giants had gratefully accepted. There was just one golden rule. The giants were not allowed to pop with their bots in the company of Whistles. Wizard Old Popper explained to the giants it was a safety issue. Giants produced the same smelly Whistle Pops as Whistles, but because of their enormous size, they were capable of blasting half the island's population out to sea. This had happened on numerous occasions, but luckily all the whistles were rescued. The giants now lived happily alongside them and only popped with their bots behind closed doors. Lucy was Wizard Old Popper's much-loved granddaughter. She had blonde plaits, blue eyes and a cheeky grin. She lived with her parents, Wizard Awol and Witch Rose, in a sparkly white cottage built on the elephant's ear. From her bedroom window, Lucy could see over the enchanted forest located down the elephant's trunk. The forest was filled with colourful, high-bouncing bunnies who somersaulted above the treetops. The louder they whistle-popped, the higher they bounced. The forest also grew luscious plants never seen by humans, licorice vines that toppled from the trees, producing bunches of pink and white marshmallows, and enormous flowers that exploded from the earth every night. The whizzles used these flowers as hats and buckets. There were also wild fruits with chocolate centres, and colourful ice trees the whistles snapped and sucked when thirsty. Lucy's favourite plant was the gong-gong tree. It hiccupped for one hour each day, and every time shot out large chocolate balls filled with delicious creamy centres, It was given life from the magical stream that wove from the elephant's bottom all the way to the elephant's trunk. Every day, Lucy watched the whistle swim in this magical stream. Shrieks of laughter could be heard as tiny bubbles chased and tickled the swimmers till their bellies ached. There was a big warning sign by the stream. Caution! Too much giggling can lead to bellyache. "'Hurry up, Lucy, or you'll be late for school!' Called her mum from the kitchen. Lucy had just finished the last morsel of her favorite fried blue spotted eggs and toast when she heard her best friend Joe. Joe was nearly a year older than Lucy and loved his grub. His claim to fame was that he had been put in the book of smellies at Hocus Pocus School of Magic seventy seven times, which was not a good thing. Some of the smells he'd produced had emptied classrooms in seconds. Luckily, he hadn't been in the Book of Smellies for 11 months and now produced fragrant-smelling whistle-pops. Lucy! Lucy! yelled Joe, struggling up the hill with his generous belly. Lucy opened the front door to his puffing red face. What is it, Joe? she said, turning back to plop her plate into the...